<laughs> the Empire grows. Yes. Vince McMahon is out for blood. Blood sport. John Claude Van Damme? No, we're talking about GCW. Could WWE be interested in purchasing one of the most underground brands of professional wrestling? Uh, we will talk about this in a little bit. Plus, the Ring of Honor World Champion has secured a future with a big televised wrestling company, even though Ring of Honor technically isn't, uh, you know, they're owned by AEW. Is he staying there? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We got, we got news on that. Big time backs could be going to Hollywood. That's right. Becky Lynch may have secured a huge role in a sports film uh, that could definitely parlay out of her uh, WWE career. And Satnam Singh, the reaction to this controversial debut on this week's AEW Dynamite that ended the show. Uh, what is going on with the former NBA star? Plus, your questions closing out this week's episode of Top Story. It's Freestyle Friday, baby. Share the link of your story. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. 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 What's up, everybody? It's Friday. Uh, people know how to say it. They know what's up. If you're not with us, you're watching for the first time. We always say watch out. Watch out because of the clip we play with Michael Cole saying watch out. Watch out. It, uh, we do these shows Monday through Friday. So if you haven't seen uh, an episode before, check out the other ones we have up. They're up on do the it. channel. They're on our podcast Just channel. All that good stuff. I'm going to I'm gonna burp any second right now. Uh, but if you're watching this whole episode, watch the whole episode because we do questions at the end. Uh, and it'll be really, really cool. Uh, that is Jose G at Jose underscore G just, underscore did official. Did you just burp live on the air like it was nothing and you just kept going? Yes, that's right, because I'm a professional. <laughs> it's Freestyle Friday, guys. That's what we do on a Freestyle Friday. Holy happy shit, Easter. Dude. Happy Good Friday, everybody else yes. there. Uh, yes. Everyone, happy Easter. Have a great Easter with your family. But we got a lot of stuff to get into here today. Kevin. Yeah, and, and we have a lot of questions we're going to get to as well. So if you're watching, get your questions ready. We'll do those in the last segment of the show. I'm seeing some uh, some of the Watch Out gang here in the chat. Love seeing those familiar faces. Uh, if you're with us for the first time, stick around. Watch the whole show. This is a, this is a, definitely a good starter show. For a sports get a top story, I think this is like the these are always a show where people are like I get on screen. This is so cool. Yes, you're gonna get on screen. Uh, if you want to guarantee you get on screen, you can do a super chat. If you just want to get your questions in there in the mix, we'll kind of pluck them from the pile. But let's jump right into the news. WWE has purchased a lot of tape library for the WWE Network, and they haven't purchased a new full tape library in quite some time. They shorted it all up. Of course, they got WCW, they own ECW, and they own a lot more of tape libraries like the World Class Championship Wrestling one and many, many others, Mid-Atlantic. They own these big territories, but the biggest territory to come up in independent wrestling the past years has been Game Changer Wrestling with all of its sub-genre shows under one banner like Effie's Big Gay Brunch, which is focused on the LGBT plus community, and a show like Bloodsport, which is essentially a spinoff of the action movie Bloodsport, where you Kumite. have wrestlers. Kumite. Uh, Kumite. Kumite. Yes. Kumite. Yes. Uh, where you have wrestlers kind of who have a legitimate fighting background getting in there and doing kind of like worked MMA matches, basically. You and I saw this. This is a really, really fun Love show it. to check out. It was a different type of show. It's a very much a mm -hmm. specific type of show. Uh, WWE's done a tried version of this with Raw they Underground. Did. Yeah. I think, and I think that was more a product of the Thunderdome. We haven't seen them do that outside of the Thunderdome. It was very much mm -hmm. something they wanted to try within the Thunderdome. And I understood why they tried it. It came and went, right? 
Uh, and there were some exactly. exciting moments in it, but it is what it is. And it's it definitely seemed like people liked being there. And everyone who's been in Bloodsport seems to really like being there. It seems like a really like fun thing for people that have a little bit of that background in their portfolio of pro wrestling to go and do it. Now, WWE reportedly is interested in GCW's Bloodsport or possibly GCW's tape library, which contains a lot of deathmatch stuff on it, which would not fall under the current WWE fold. But when you have a streaming service, what is that? You know, like when you have a streaming service, you can put a bunch of different things on. It doesn't mean you have to market the exactly. hell out of it. You just have to let people know it's there. Uh, you know, Disney Plus has some things on it that are soon going to be like R-rated things. You know, like the PG. Oh, they already thing. do. They already. Yeah, they do already do. The, they got that library, that Marvel library from Netflix, and now they have mm-hmm. all the TVMA Marvel-related content on Disney. So that's just kind of shows you where, where where the where the business is going with streaming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people saying, uh, what's the deal here? NYC in the house. Uh, Mr. McMahon buying GCW, make it happen. That's what Tony is saying here. Uh, <laughs> a lot of interesting things here. Um, so this part leads into a story from Brett Lauderdale, the owner and operator and main producer of GCW. Hell mm-hmm. of a guy. I, I met him in passing when we were uh, down in Texas. He, he was very polite. Sweetheart of a guy. Well-documented uh, that he loves wrestling. He's been around it for a long time and built this brand up. Got him to sell at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And then they buy out a suite at WrestleMania. You got a lot of talent there. You want to take care of some people. You're already down there. We're not going to run opposite WrestleMania on Sunday night. Let's buy out a suite. So that's what he does. Buys out a suite for WrestleMania. Stephanie McMahon takes a photo with him. Very interesting that Stephanie McMahon would do that. But it's also worth noting when you buy a lot of these suites at these major events, they tend to have a big name kind of come by and say hi. Mm-hmm. When we were in the press mm-hmm. box, Jimmy Hart came by and took photos with everyone. I, I thought like, oh, okay, this is like a fun, like, uh, you're up here, we're going to take care of you type deal. And sometimes it's even done by the venues, the venue that's separate from WWE. But yet Stephanie Mann, who's in the executive branch of WWE, taking a photo of Brett Lauderdale. Very interesting. Now, Brett Lauderdale saying a conversation was had. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. Dave Meltzer, good old Uncle Dave, reporting today on the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that um, that Brent Lauderdale was involved in, and he actually expressed this on his podcast, that the biggest wrestling company in the world has expressed interest in the Bloodsport brand. Lauderdale was seen pictured with Stephanie McMahon in the suite, as you said. Um, but it's been speculated that WWE is interested in the tape library um, as you guys know, Vince McMahon is against blood on WWE TV, um, which also kind of raises some eyebrows on why he would be specifically interested in the Bloodsport um, tape library, because it is violent. If you've never watched it, I highly recommend you do. This was my second one live. I've seen all of them on, on Fight TV. They're fantastic. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know what the motive behind this would be for WWE. What's What's the cash grab? What's the um, end game for them? What do you think? The weird thing is, you know, since Nick Khan has been able to be in an executive branch of WWE, he the edict that has come down from him as the president now of WWE's, they don't want to have this impression that, yeah, we are WWE. We are the sports entertainment brand. And we've gained this conditioned idea that we're the big bad guys even though everyone watches their stuff, we're the big bad guys. You know, people will bitch and moan about Disney, but they'll go to Disney world and they'll love the things about Disney, but they'll bitch about Disney as a company. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 
I guess I get some of it. You know, people do the same thing with uh, George Lucas when he was running Star Wars. And it, it, it's it's a matter of you become big enough, you create, you know, your own enemies to some degree. And WWE has plenty of enemies. There's plenty of people that don't want WWE to be the number one wrestling company in the world. And, but there's also the sense of you kind of have to settle into the ecosphere that you've created. And I think WWE wants, they don't want that impression anymore. Or at least they want to at least edge away at that. If this is something where, like they've done with ICW and Brogress, where they basically have a fail-safe thing where they could purchase those companies if they wanted to. They they mm-hmm. have rights to their shows. They, they can put them on the WWE Network internationally, and they can put them on Peacock in the United States. I think maybe the deal with GCW would be the same thing. They saw what GCW was able to do on traditional pay-per-view. It was, it was a pretty successful show by that yeah. standard, right? If they go to GCW and they say, listen, we want to purchase from you these four or five shows, or we would like some rights to some footage for documentary footage. They've done this with Impact, and it felt like a big Mm -hmm. deal at the time. But once you saw the product come out, it's like, oh, they're doing documentaries on different people. It makes complete sense why they would want some of that footage. We want some footage of a guy who's now in WWE that wrestled for you. Plenty of guys have done that. So uh, some of it makes up, you know, Uh, and, you know, but then you have other people saying, is it going to be like, are they going to buy it and turn it into a show on WWE? Never don't rush to that conclusion. I think this is more, we would like some footage. uh, uh, And if we could go even further, why don't we do some events with you? Thinking about Uh, it now, like, especially in the last uh, blood sport that we attended, um, you know, like Jonah, formerly known as Bronson Reed was there. Uh, John Moxley was there. There were several former WWE guys involved in Bloodsport. So part of me makes me think if they, just like you said, if they end up doing some type of documentary special down the line for any of these given stars, they want to have that ready in the chamber to add that into the documentary. For example, is like, oh, he left WWE and he did all this in, 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 in the independent scene and you can show footage of that. So mm-hmm. to me, when you explain it like that to me, that makes sense. It makes a lot more sense because people can complain about a pay-per-view or something like that, but there's a lot of fans who love the documentaries that WWE does. They do a very, very good job on them. Even if they have a slant or a lean on them, those are well done. You know, those are well done and pretty, pretty cool to be a part of. I got to be in one. It was fun. It was well shot. They didn't make me look stupid. (laughs) Like I was told there's a chance you may be in this and sign this thing. All right, sign it. (laughs) And when it came out, it looked cool. All right. Uh, maybe I'm biased in that regard, uh, but it, it, yeah, I get what they're doing and I know where they're going with it here. Uh, if, if you guys are watching, go ahead and hammer that like button. Go ahead and hammer that like button. I see where the likes are. Well, I, w- I would like the viewership to glean past the triple digits if we could do that. There we go. Clap, 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 clap. Let's get into some more news here. We got some more interesting news here uh, about names in WWE. This has been a sour topic with wrestling fans here. Oh An God, edict has come down from the boss. Vincent Kenny McMahon, the chairman of the board, has reportedly, from the Wrestling Observer, stated that he does not want new talents, for the most part, select few, they're going to keep their real names, but he doesn't want talents using their real names. That's what has prompted the recent change in Austin Theory to simply Theory. People thought maybe this was just to distance him from Stone Cold Steve Austin, but his real name is Austin White. So now his name is simply just Theory. Uh, Austin stands Austin! Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, and you also see this with uh, an angle they've done recently. Raquel uh, Rodriguez, formerly Raquel mm-hmm. Gonzalez on NXT. Uh, Raul Mendoza, he's had his name change. Uh, Cruz you know, Del Toro. Yep. I Mark Bartel comes this. up with Imperium. Uh, Walter became Gunther. I know that was the one that a- aggravated people the most. Um, 
so so there's some that make people very angry. You know, Pete Dunn became Butch, all these different things. Also, it's worth noting in this report, he doesn't want people going by their independent wrestler names, which I think is probably the one that's going to aggravate people the most. Yeah, I think this is uh, this is interesting because from the fans' perspective, I totally understand where you're coming from. You're accustomed to hearing this or that person being addressed in this or that way for such a long time. But now they're part of the biggest wrestling company in the entire world, and now their name has changed. Well, this is just simply for branding purposes, for WWE to have the rights to that character's name to be able to cash in on the likeliness and branding of that character. This is nothing new under uh, under the sun for a WWE, right? So mm -hmm. they've been doing this for years, uh, but now um, it since we have access to this information, it's just a little bit more out there. So I'm particularly not like jaw dropped about this, about the name changes because it's WWE. It's what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and some people asking, why am I asking if we're streaming uh, treatment, triple digits? We're in, we're on multiple platforms, guys. We're not on just one thing. So all we see is just the one thing looking at here. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, I get this. A lot of people get mad about it, but my perspective is you're probably doing this for licensing and video game stuff. That's exactly what it's for. And, 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 you know, action figures and all these different things. But then obviously you're at the same time going to make exceptions for Gable Stevenson because he's an Olympic gold medalist. You're going to make an exception because a Brock Lesnar is a Brock Lesnar. You're going to make an exception because a Ronda Rousey is a Ronda Rousey. If someone is a draw in 1500 seat, you know, gymnasiums and VFW halls, and they're a hot underground sensation and WWE picks them up. Yeah. It's a hard pill to swallow, but that pill goes through the system very quickly. You know, yeah. we got over Brian Danielson being Daniel Bryan very quickly. Like yeah. it wasn't some of them. I think are same with Braun Breaker. We got we got over we got over that name pretty quickly too. So yeah, some of them are easier than others. Like Butch hasn't stuck yet, but it's still new. I'm not. That isn't me excusing it because it is a, a silly corporate thing you have to do, right? Um, but I get it. Like I just I just get it to some degree. I just don't think it's the worst thing that WWE has done to people. It's not the worst no. thing they've done to people. I mean, no, no. And and th speaking about the worst that they've done to people, it's been, it's been the two year anniversary since that Black Tuesday back in uh, 2020 when we had the big massive layoffs. I just got that in my timeline earlier today. So I just thought I'd, I'd mentioned that uh, that the big layoffs back in 2020, right after oh, the pandemic, right in yeah. the height of the pandemic. But I did want to shout out to all 99 of you that are watching right now. It's Freestyle Friday. <laughs> I want every single one of you to smash that like button, engage with the show. The more of you that hit that like button, the angry emoji button, the laugh emoji button, the more of you that engage with the show, a lot more people get to join in and watch and join in on the conversation. Make sure you guys sound off in the comments because we are having our Freestyle Friday at the end of the show where you guys get to control the last uh, segment of today's show. So let's uh, let's. Rack up those likes, guys. I appreciate you guys, and we love you. Let's jump into our third story here, Kevin. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'll get to this one. Yeah, Jonathan Gresham signed through ROH with AEW. This is an interesting scenario. He won the Ring of Honor World title at their kind of final pay-per-view as their own company, separate from AEW, final battle. He has held it since. He's defended on several different events, and he will defend it this weekend with AEW at the Battle of the Belts show, 
which will air on, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, is that TNT? That'll air on TNT on Saturday night. I believe, yeah, it's T- TNT on Saturday night, yes. Yeah, so uh, so it's interesting here uh, is that he is reportedly from Fightful Select secured a deal with AEW in some way, but it will be underneath the Ring of Honor banner. It will be underneath under that banner specifically. And, and it is worth noting, does this mean he's just with them? It varies. A lot of the AEW deals are very, very different. They're not just like a WWE deal where we have you lock, stock, and barrel. There are some talents that are allowed to do different things. There's some talents that are allowed to work independent dates in a limited way, in a very specific way for select promoters. There are some talents that got to go do impact stuff for a while, right? And others didn't, you know? So, uh, and there's also tier deals. So some people are paid only on their per date appearances. And then other people are, you know, paid like a downside guarantee, similar to a WWE contract. So what are the specifics of his deal? Not exactly clear, but we do know it's under the Ring of Honor part, under the underneath Ring of Honor. He's going to be in that for a while. Yeah, And he's a champion there. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, he has the AEW contract, like so. So he's going to be having the AEW contract, but he's representing the our the Ring of Honor brand under the AEW umbrella. If that makes sense, it it seems confusing to read it, but it does, I guess what we does. talk about it, it, it makes a little bit more sense. I mean, he it, this one's been brewing for a while. It makes complete sense. He's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. He fits with the AEW brand. Uh, I do think he's a guy that could benefit from some of the the more experienced minds that you have in all elite wrestling in terms of wrestlers and agents and producers. Uh, he's certainly a very talented guy in his own right. He is a guy that everyone talks about. There are some matches that come to mind as possibilities with him in AEW. Him and Brian Danielson would be a barn burner. Him and Kenny Omega would be amazing. Throw him in there with CM Punk. You know, like this is a guy who you want to start seeing him paired up with those names that are huge that he just simply couldn't work with before. And now that's a distinct possibility. Now, now he'll have that access to it and it can lead to many more dream matches down the line, especially since he's a very uh, highly talked about uh, wrestler these days in, in, in ring of honor. So yeah, man, I think this is great. This is awesome. Uh, good for him and even better for us. Steven elimination chamber is always with us. He texts in Grisham. <laughs> Great signing for Khan. Be cool to see Grisham versus Page with both titles in the line. Yeah, that would be sweet. I, I wouldn't mind doing, you know, title versus title situation. Uh, Frantic World saying, uh, Jonathan Gresham, yes, all elite. I can't wait to see the new Ring of Honor. So he'd be down for it as well. Uh, so certainly an interesting story here. Let's jump into this Becky Lynch story. This one is interesting. Becky Lynch is talking about a big movie role she's been offered. It's worth noting uh, she's done some some stuff. She's done some filming. She's done some different things. She did appear in one of the Marine films through WWE. Is that a real Hollywood? Some people say it isn't because it's under the WWE banner, but it is. And she also appeared in an episode of Billions, which is like, that's premium cable. That, that's like high tier acting. So she got to do that. That's a big role to be in. Uh, she is putting this out here on social media about being possibly in a boxing movie. Give me the deets. Yeah, man, Fightful Select is reporting uh, that Becky Lynch definitely is having some Hollywood aspirations. Uh, she went on and Fishman on TV Insider and said, quote, I am the thing people want to reach for, want to achieve. They want to have a match with big time Bex. I just want to stay there. I want to enjoy my 360 views where there ain't nobody touching me. There's a script that landed on my desk about a female boxer that I've been trying to track down the writers for a female boxer from Ireland who came over and made her name as champion over here. I relate to that story as the main event, end quote. 
So the story definitely resonates with her because of her uh, own journey into the sports entertainment world and making it to the very pinnacle of that industry. And now having that story told on the big screen in the form of a boxing, uh, of a boxer, I think this could be really good for Becky. I think if, if it's done, she's done a tremendous job with her acting and her heel, her, her heel persona on mm-hmm. WWE TV. I think she could do tremendous at this if, if she gets that role. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be a whole different level of training. It's a whole different level of preparation. There are so many cases now that we can point out of people making the jump from wrestling into other forms of entertainment and being successful at it. You know, Batista, Jericho did it. He's still involved in wrestling. Jericho did it very well. You know, Punk Stone Cold had a little stint. He had a little stint. Stone Cold Cold had a good job hosting TV shows, all these different things. So it's uh, it's not a shocking idea. Plus, the story she laid out is kind of even just on the soft pitch that she's laying out there. Yeah. That sounds like a cool idea. You know, like, um, like also wrestling has that ability to tell the Shakespearean sports story, the come up mm-hmm. from the underground. It's, it's not, a, it, is it formulaic? Yes. But if you find the right characters and the right people and the right players and the right script, it, it, even if it's been done before it can be done. That's why Rocky's awesome. Like to me, Rocky is incredible. Like there's a couple bad Rocky movies, but they're still better than most movies in my eyes. Cause you just love the character so goddamn much. Uh, and the players in the story are so good. It's not about uh, and how that's, you uh, get uh, hit. It's about how hard you can uh, get hit and keep and keep. keep and that's a winner's time. And keep getting up. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you, buddy. Rocky, you bum. You bum. You Look bum. at you. Look at you. I could quote. I could quote it all day. We're gonna be off off track here. Uh, but this would be big if she could if she could get a role like this. I agree. Um, uh, go seek out Fighting with My Family, the movie The Rock produced a few years ago. That's a very very good movie. Uh, that was about a good wrestling. film. It was a good film. Very Absolutely. very good movie about wrestling. Yeah, I think it's up. I I know it was up on Hulu for a while. I don't know where it's streaming now. Uh, so let's get right into it. It's Freestyle Friday time. All right, we go a little bit longer on the Friday show. Your questions drive the conversation. Remember the rules. No fantasy booking. No, we will not confirm. Can you tell me if my fantasy booking in my head is going to be a real thing? Just ask me, could this happen? Don't tell me, I would like to see this happening. Will it happen? All right. No confirmation of fantasy booking. Uh, Questions. You must do it as a question. All right. And we will get you on here. All right. You can post multiple questions. If we don't see it the first time, repost it again. We got Kevin Oshiro watching us on YouTube. Saying a brawl for all concept, I guess referring to the GCW yeah. uh, interest from WWE. I think yes, I think that'll be cool. The thing is, brawl for all was real, <laughs> like, so yeah. like that was that was a shoot, and it, and it was none of them were actually pretty pretty fights. You know, like they weren't like entertaining fights. You could watch the whole thing, I think, in like forty five minutes. By the way, everything in brawl for all, I've I've heard about yeah. it being in one cut video somewhere online. Uh, not not saying I support pirated video, uh, but you could watch the whole thing. And, uh, and it's it's pretty ugly when you watch it. I, I get what they were going for, uh, but the the dark side of the ring on that is pretty ridiculous. Go go seek that out. <laughs> uh, Kyle Jacobs, this will be nuts. WWE bringing back the Attitude Era? I don't know if this is bringing back the Attitude Era because everyone talks so much about eras. If you've been a wrestling fan for more than 10 years, the word era is brought up. And like, what era are we in? And that's such an aesthetic uh not like nomenclature that like wrestling fans are so tied to of what era and who defines the era and 
I guess it's more of a video game type thing because you want everything kind of in like a certain category in a time frame. But I don't know with streaming and everyone being able just to watch what they want and even be, uh, I could you could have fans that are just SmackDown fans. You know, you could have fans that are as we talked about. I was talking about younger wrestling fans. They just follow through YouTube and they enjoy it through YouTube. You've mentioned and it then, several times. Yeah, you've mentioned I know, it but uh, but it, to me, it's like a shocking thing. I was like, no, you just watch true. clips. You know, like, that's but it's it? the that's... truth. That's the reality that we're living in. Yeah, and and that, and that's interesting. And you have some people that only watch the pay per view. So it's like, as the more that breaks down, I think the less uh, in play now that matters. You know, I don't think Attitude Era is ever coming back. It doesn't have to. You can just watch it. There's a lot of things in the Attitude Era that doesn't age well either. You know, no, like like no, God, there, there no, are things. There, there are a lot of things in the Attitude just Era. Just on that, the whole train alone, that doesn't. Oh, age the whole well. train. Um, there, there are certain senses of humor that at the time were like very funny that you would laugh at because you thought they were funny. But now, yeah. as you grow older and society changes and you change, you're just like, oh boy, all right. I was. Yeah, there's I a lot of 14. stuff that's very cringe. That's very cringe from back then. And there's some of it that's <laughs> like so looking at it again. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why the hell? Like Val Venus is a great example, right? Like, because when you see Val Venus, choppy, choppy, your pee pee. Uh, exactly like this he's a porn star wrestler what like what other era are you able to pull adult, that off well, adult film star an adult film star yeah respect <laughs> tony uh, kaname kuran watching us on, i don't i don't know if you could get that so that's why i said it ahead of you say it four times fast Tony Kaname Kuran, Tony Kaname Kuran, Tony Kaname Kuran, Tony Kaname Kuran. Boom! What up on YouTube watching us right now is asking who has the most pyro in WWE right now, Roman Reigns or Cody Rhodes? I don't know, man. You can make a case on this past Monday that Cody Rhodes had hella pyro. Hella uh, pyro. I don't, I don't think Roman Reigns will like that. I don't think Roman Reigns likes <laughs> him to come out there getting a bigger bang for their buck than him. <laughs> uh, we have Kyle Jacobs watching us on YouTube. Thank you again for all your comments. Continue showing us the support, guys. Smash that like button here on Freestyle Fridays. Asking so with Roman Reigns having two belts with this company, will they add even more belts? I don't think I so. Mean, I don't think so. And the four, you and don't need more belts. I, I already mean, got enough. Wrong. They don't. They, they already have enough titles. You know. Uh, really and do. and I do think you could do some things in the top of the card that don't have to have a championship. You could do a personal issue and, and build something. And this is the time in which you build a new story. And so I don't think you need one. And I guess going with Roman made sense. Roman's still very, very over, very, very popular. The match with the rock is down the line. Do you keep both belts on him until then? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at, at some point it's going to cool off at the time. It's still running hot. You know, Roman's still Roman. Roman's still getting those reactions. So, I can completely see it. I don't see them needing to add another title to sustain both shows. It, as long as Roman's either. appearing on both shows, and he will, uh, you know, then I think you can keep it going. Does that mean he has challengers on both shows? That'll be interesting. Will they mm -hmm. do something where they have him in two different programs? And then you're talking about overkill, though, because you're having him on yeah. Monday and on Friday. And, and at some point, is that almost the story itself? Is it burnout for, you know... For the for the tribal chief, you, you could see that. I, I think that could be burnout for the fans too. It could be too much. I uh, think so. Uh, Roland Curtis, always supportive of the channel. Thank you so much, Roland. Appreciate you, buddy. And he goes. Becky Lynch gets offered a movie role. Yeah, so she's been she's got the script. She's basically saying a script was on her desk. She got a hold of the script. Some people think she'd be good for it, but she hasn't. And then uh, Dark saying uh, Becky Lynch can't act, but maybe like hell she can act. 
She was already on Billions. Like hell, she can't act, dude. She's on television. Billions. She's 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 acting every single night in front of fifteen thousand people. Can't act. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. Come on now. Come on. You know better. You know better. You know better. You come with that stuff. I'm gonna block your shots. I'm gonna go (laughs) matumbo on you. Go. No. 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 He's gonna go. uh, Hold on. (laughs) Because <laughs> we were we were talking earlier in the chat and we just started because I, I dropped that uh that that blood sports story and yeah. I'm like oh we need to drop that we need to drop that in the top story and I think that's exactly what I'm about to do right now <laughs> this is literally Kevin blocking all of the hate from all of you guys right now he's like what do you got ah! what do you got ah! <laughs> And then, and then the response would be, Tony Khan's gonna buy WWE. Get the hell out of here. That's what that's what Kevin been doing to all these haters and all the trolls here. Oh, rolling on the trolls here. Are you having fun? If you're having fun, hit the like button. There you go. I can see you guys. Uh, Let's get a few more here before we end today's uh, show. We got Supersonics watching us on YouTube. Thank you for the love, broski. We love you. Asking, will Asuka and Bailey return in the spring or will they return during the summer? What do you think, Jose? I've been, yeah, what do you think? Oh, man, you you know, it's interesting, you know, because we know about both of them. They're both good to go. They're clear. They're ready, right? They're ready to come back. But when when is a good moment to insert them, right? Because mm-hmm. like Alexa Bliss is being listed as what the number two or number one baby face on Monday Night Raw, yet she's gone on her wedding. So right now is actually a really good opportunity to inject Asuka on Raw and inject Bailey on SmackDown. I think they could use it. Um again, I'm not buying the story with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte that we're gonna get again at WrestleMania backlash. So I think that would I think that's a missed opportunity for Oscar to come back or Bailey to come back. But man, I'm really wanting them to, to to be back as sooner rather than later. I think SummerSlam is too late. You know, we don't know the exact time frames of the injuries, but we know they're close. Especially with Becky, uh, with Bailey, we know close. Oscar, we know that she's been healthy for a while. But I also get it to a degree. It's such a big show. You don't need to burn out these things every week. You have 52 weeks of TV. Just the person coming back is a special thing. So when do we do that? And when do we build up to You always have to kind of stack it up like a house of cards and hope it doesn't fall apart at the wrong time. You want to fall apart at the perfect time when you have the pay-per-view. So you can build a whole new house of cards, right? So I get that to a degree here. Here's here's one from Stephen Chambers, Stephen Elimination Chambers. Guys, uh, thoughts on Suzuki versus Samoa Joe. They beat the holy snot out of each other. Yeah, if you love seeing uh, Minoru Suzuki on TV hitting people really hard and playing off his personality, he certainly adapted. He used to take a lot more yeah. bumps. You notice this? It's a lot more striking, uh, which is still hurts. He's leaving his feet a lot more. He's doing a lot more drop kicks, which is uh, pretty unusual for Minoru Suzuki. But he's not taking back bumps. There, I mean, this is a 50-plus-year-old guy. He's taking a lot of damage. He was in MMA as well on top of pro wrestling and has really adapted his style. And I was surprised that it was a really violent match but the damage they took was still very calculated. Uh, this is a Samoa Joe people wanted to see in WWE. You got to see him in AEW. It makes complete sense. Uh, I don't know why WWE just couldn't keep capitalizing on him. They put the NXT title on him, and then there was some injury issue or something there, and then they flipped the brand. 
uh, and and rebooted NXT. So it was, the timing was weird. Uh, it's right. Just makes sense. Him him having a Ring of Honor title, a Ring of Honor television championship, makes complete sense. And the match was good, except for the thing they did afterwards with Satnam Singh. I just did. It, yeah. That was uh, that was wrestling. And it was motion. all good. It was all good until that point. You could have just you could have just ended the broadcast and would have been a but great guess what? would have been a great episode. But but no, no, no. But well, no. People, people didn't leave talking about Minoru Suzuki and Samoa Joe having this great match and Samoa Joe wins the title. They weren't talking about that. No, they were talking about the shitty debut that we got that night, which yeah. is, which is terrible because that was such a fantastic match and a great accomplishment for Samoa Joe. So I don't know, man. Uh, a Craig man Backlund, with a- watch. <laughs> A man with a beard superior to mine, Craig Backlund. Look at Craig, that beard. That is uh, Craig, a fantastic Craig beard. Not, please, <laughs> look at that. Look at that thing. Please, Craig, not, please give me your tips, Craig, because I am trying to grow mine out, and it can never get that luscious and that magnificent. So turn the volume down. <laughs> turn the volume down. He goes, do you guys think they're going to push Cora Jade in NXT 2.0 to go after the women's championship after doing her storyline with Natty Natalia. Well, I think there's more to be said for that. Natalia and NXT, I thought was a very smart move. Uh, the people they've, I don't want to say sent down to NXT. The people they've sent to NXT have done some cool things. You know, Dolph Ziggler went there and had a title run and got Braun Breaker a little bit of a rub, you know, uh, you had AJ Styles go down there and have a hot match. I liked that idea. I think that's the way it should be done. I'd love to see a tag team go down there and and do something interesting uh roland curtis with a super chat thank you so much roland really appreciate this will it will be our last one for the show guys and i wanted to leave this one because this is hilarious i love this triple h is one of the best actors in wrestling history of course yes, he's talking about his performance is. yes and, he is and, and, uh, he, was in, he, he was in blade trinity he was in blade trinity he was also on that movie the chap was it the chaperone or the escort oh my god that was a wwe production Oh my god. He was in, in I believe it was Inside Out. It was there another one where he was like a guy who got out of prison? Michael Rappaport was in the movie. I didn't see oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh there's a couple more in the chat on Facebook and YouTube. I will jump into your Facebook and YouTube and I will jump in the chat with you guys afterwards and continue to have those with you. So don't worry. I'm going to do that right after the show. If you haven't done it yet and you guys just watch some of our stuff on YouTube and you don't catch everything. Go subscribe to our podcast. Our audio podcast is blowing up. Blowing up. We went number one. Number one in Ireland this week. Uh, So we really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Acknowledge us. We are on the Apple uh, wrestling charts in the United States, Great Britain, Australia, Canada, Pakistan, India, Germany, and beyond. So we really, really are grateful for that. You can also stream us on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify person, we're in the podcast tab on there. Um, when we're on Spotify, we have a little bit of a poll too. So if you want to try and do the poll thing as well, and there's a chance we may be able to go live on Spotify in the future. We're working, so the, we're de- looking at, we're working the details on. We're that working the details guys, on it. Yeah, we could uh, do a uh, live stream. You guys can listen to the live stream. Uh, while we're here on YouTube and on Facebook and wherever we're live, uh, you can listen to it also doing the audio feed on Spotify. So we're trying to get that all squared away, but that's coming down the pipeline too. Ro- Roland, Roland uh, said, I meant acting that Triple H did as a pro. <laughs> it's true. 
it's true. I, I appreciate I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the clarification there, Ron. No, because pro wrestling is acting. It is acting. Whether or not people want to agree with it, it's completely. It is a insane. method of acting. Yes. Uh, Phil Philip Cannell, he he knows he knows what's going on. Hit the link or you stink, <laughs> baby. He knows it's up. You hit the buttons or you stink. You immediately start to smell bad if you don't hit the buttons that we tell you to hit. Uh, you're still watching live. Go ahead and smash the like button. Go ahead and share the link with your wrestling buddies as well. Uh, and remember, have a great weekend. Watch Rampage. See if Adam Cole wins that uh, AEW championship. See Happy what's Easter. going on with Roman Reigns. Have a great Easter. Go find them eggs, baby. All right, go find them eggs. Get I'm going to be eggs. at New Japan. I'm going to be at New Japan Pro Wrestling tomorrow. I'm going to try Woo! not to get punched in the face by uh by uh John Moxley just walking through the crowd. Why are you clapping? Why did you plead the clapping for that? Why are people clapping for that? You're about to get kicked in the face by John Moxley. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. Thank you guys so much. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. Jeremy getting in here with a chat on screen. He can't be here physically with us. Remember, when watching wrestling, do what? Yeah, got to enjoy it and acknowledge us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk to them. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out.